Welcome to day 271, shaped by the word season two, uh, the drama of scripture. And of course, the drama we're experiencing as we read through the Sermon on the Mount is the depth of conviction uh, these words bring to us. Uh, they show us the beauty and the perfection of who Christ is and what he has created us to be, but they also show us the incredible distance, mm-hmm. you know, that we've fallen short of, of who he is. Mm-hmm. And as long as we you know, give ourselves minimum standards and we congratulate ourselves for for not murdering or, you know, not going through a you know, really bad divorce or, uh, you know, not uh, uh, not breaking our marriage vows, you know, we we feel like we're doing pretty well. Uh, but God is calling us to a much deeper heart righteousness uh, that reflects, you know, who he is. Mm-hmm. So I'm Paul here with Cindy and Matt as we continue uh, to read and we go to uh, Chapter 6, uh, which will challenge our idolatries even further. If you thought yesterday was hard, today is, or, or if you thought yesterday was beautiful, uh, today is even more beautiful mm-hmm. in what it calls us to, you know, through the gospel and uh, what it promises, you know, as Christ works in our hearts and lives. So Matthew chapter 6. Father, we thank you for these words. We thank you for the beauty of the wisdom and the power and the might uh, we see in the words of Jesus. We thank you for the way that they comfort us where we need comforted, and we thank you for the way they challenge us where we need to be challenged. And we thank you for the vision they give us of your work in us. Mm-hmm. And uh, may you, Father, uh, through your Spirit in your Word, by the work of Jesus, do your work in us today. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Matthew 6, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you'll have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they receive their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret rewards you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they'll be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This then is how you should pray. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For you give other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they've received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust and vermin destroy or where moth and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. 
The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. You will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth? Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed not was not dressed like one of these. That is how God clothes the, the grass of the field, which is here today, tomorrow is thrown to the fire. Will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. On two different occasions, uh, in this passage, Jesus reminds us your Father knows your needs and He's mm-hmm. looking after you yeah. and, and, and taking care of you. And then He leads us into a wonderful innocence of prayer. There's a nice little juxtaposition of the text that takes place when we you know, open the Sermon on the Mount and we describe the Beatitudes and then we describe about being the light of the world. Uh, the phrase is you know, simply so that men may see your good deeds and honor your Father in heaven. That's the way that we do that. Here he's telling us these are things that people shouldn't see. In other words, there's some very critical people should see. They should see the goodness of our heart and the innate love that we have for one another and those around us. That they shouldn't really see our acts of piety. There's you know, this private part of our life you know, that's between us and God, and that is something that is for him and for him only. So there's a part of our life that's for a public view, and there's part of our life that is not for public view. Part of our life that is for public view is, is just the nature of Christ as it works its way through us in the everyday task mm-hmm. of life, whether mm-hmm. in a checkout line at a grocery store, whether you're working with a difficult client mm-hmm. or, or whatever, that they see your, your goodness. And, and look past that to see your Father. They shouldn't see how religious you are, and that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, and Jesus expects that his disciples would do these things. You know, that's one of the things I love about this passage is he does begin to say, you know, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. You know, if you do, you, uh, if you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. But you know, when you when you give, when you pray, when you fast, you know, these are things that the people of God will do because you know their Father is in heaven because they have they've been transformed. And so I love we've talked you talked about it. I think it was yesterday. Um, uh, on you know Jesus being about our heart righteousness, you know not just this external righteousness, but this heart righteousness, and we're seeing Jesus go to the core of that. You know that that in our praying, fasting, giving, it, it's a sign of where our heart is. It's a sign of what's what's happening there, and um, even flowing through to the the rest of the chapter, what we read talking about you know treasure in heaven and and do not worry. You know those are signs that that point point at our heart and, and begin mm-hmm. to reveal either what's what's there or what's lacking. Mm-hmm. It seems too that it really reveals to us where we're placing our trust. Um, you know, we're kind of moving into what feels like something even deeper with the Lord, and you know, trusting Him all the way to um, the very basic needs of our life. And 
and really um, touching that area of our anxieties and our worries, but knowing that he loves us so much that seeking him first, you know, is where he um, supplies everything that we need. So, And our worries are usually on a very superficial level. Yeah. We still, you know, been, in their day, these were hard things to come by, what you sure. eat and what you drink and what you wear. Uh, we have these in plenty, but it still seems we're, we're kind of preoccupied with, yeah. you know, most of our Instagrams are, you know, the really cool meals that we're eating and, mm-hmm. you know, and we do worry about what we'll wear and it's got to be, you know, not just something that clothes, you know, color covers our body. It's got to be kind of cool, fashionable, make a statement, you know, those kind of things. And we were distracted, you know, by a lot of the things of the world mm-hmm. and, and caught up in our image and caught up in, you know, just the, the pleasures of the world that we live in, which later in Matthew, he'll warn us. You know, against getting caught up in when our father knows us, he knows what we really need and we can mm-hmm. trust him to deliver those needs and, and we don't have to pursue all of these yeah. other things. I was reading Oswald Chambers' devotional the other day and it actually was on this passage, um, but he said he had two kind of provocative statements I thought were really good. And he said, Jesus sums up common sense carefulness in a disciple as infidelity. You know, and just those common sense carefulness. I mean, these mm-hmm. these things aren't bad things i mean jesus isn't rebuking us for you know, needing to eat stuff and drink stuff but it's mm-hmm. the the overly a it's the concern for those apart from god and he says that jesus will always press the point until he's our first consideration mm-hmm. um but then he he added later on that it was helpful especially you know in our we've been going through this series in luke and um, david preached a sermon on the the soils but he said have you ever noticed what jesus said would choke the word choke out the word he puts in the devil no the cares of the world. It's the little anxieties, you know, and, and mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's, it's appropriate for Jesus here to be kind of speaking to our heart and saying, what are you anxious about? You know, cause it's mm-hmm. in those anxieties that we see the pleasures of the world. We begin to see the word choked out. And, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, it leads us back to you know, really where we began with in this passage or, you know, the heart of, you know, the heart of the prayer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that he's, you know, he's led us into. And he said, don't think you need to pray the way that pagans do where they, basically nag God. You know, Lord, here I am. I don't know if you heard me, but I'm just going to bring this up and just keep on going. Our, our Father is so complete in His care for us and His love for us mm-hmm. that we, we mention things once and, 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 and for Him, you know, it, it's, it's complete. And that's the kind of trust we have in Him. And it's, you have to love that. It begins with hallowing His name, recognizing mm-hmm. who He is, pursuing His kingdom, which is, you know, described here. If you, you want to, this is the best definition, you know, of the kingdom of heaven, you know, that you can find. Uh, you know, your will be done, you know, here in our church, here in my life, mm-hmm. you know, here in our, more than anything else, we want things, you know, done, you know, this way. Give us, you know, today our, our daily bread. Not necessarily, you know, a trip to Style Switch Barbecue, which is kind of big on my mind right now, <laughs> or anything, you know, like yeah, that. Yeah. And forgive us. Let us lead us to have a forgiving heart mm-hmm. and, and of course keep us from hard places that may overwhelm us mm-hmm. but then again like jesus we trust you to take us to hard places yeah. that may overwhelm us mm, so good. well it's been a fun week uh, remember we also have a reading for you tomorrow from the psalms which is just a a good way to uh, lead your heart to you know, prepare for worship and to be together with god's people uh, on, on Sunday morning. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your word. Thank you for 
a week in your word together, you know, as your people. We thank you for the way that you are forming us and after your heart and your character, but also forming us together as, uh, as a community who reflects who you are. May we be uh, the things that we have talked about this week. May we be salt and light in a world that desperately needs to see uh, the innate goodness that you bring in our hearts and lives. And may we be a people that uh, are not caught up in the things of this world, but are seeking first your kingdom and your righteousness. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.